Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the J&J Podcast here with uh, my guy, JC, the, the Patriots' number one seed in the AFC East. How you feeling after, after the, the debacle last night? I mean, we both got it wrong. We didn't think the run game was going to be a thing, and that's all it was. I mean, the Buffalo Bills got their ass beat, so. Yeah, well, I mean, um, hey, I, I, well, I mean, we'll talk about it right now in a couple seconds, uh, but, I mean, it is what it is. Um, overall, great weekend of football. Um, I enjoyed it. This was my first time this season, you know, where I stuck, I kept my ass in my seat and my couch all weekend, all Sunday, and it was a joy to watch, I'll tell you that. But uh, um, no, before we get started, man, I saw you. Staples Center, look at you. Yeah, bro, I went to go watch the, the tank fight. Look at you, man. Uh, I, we didn't get, I didn't get to witness the knockout, I was hoping, but, you know, it was still a good fight. Okay. That was the last day they had the Staples Center sign up. Like, I'm, on the main entrance, they still have it, I think, but I, they were taking it down, like, that morning, the next morning when I left. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, well, shit. Yeah, I got to yeah. witness it before they took it down. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's iconic, man. It's, it's the end of an era. Um, but yeah. It's cool. That's awesome, man. I did not know. I know you said you're going to go to Cali, but I didn't know you were going to go for the fight. That was sick. Yeah, it was like sort of last minute. We were just like, fuck it. You want to go? It was me and my cousin. He was like, yeah, bro, let's go. So we went. Nice, nice, nice. Well, I mean, overall, I heard Tink should have lost. Um, but uh, it was it was a lot closer than it should have been, but uh, I don't know. Right, well, I don't want to get into a whole yeah, boxing yeah, yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, I'll <laughs> save it for another time. But all right, man. No, yeah, let's talk football. I mean, this was a great week of football, as mentioned. We had a lot of couple of uh, crazy games. Um, you know, with with one being the Lions and then the Patriots, obviously to to cap it last night. Um, but let's get to mm-hmm. it, man. Let's start with your Patriots. This is the big game. Um, this is the one I was hyped for the mostly all week. Yeah. Um, you, your boys pulled off the victory. Um, it's not a shocker. Let's, let's 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 put the brakes there. This is not a an upset whatsoever. I expected the Bills to win, but I was not surprised that the Patriots won. Uh, but yeah. give, me, give me your takeaways, man. This is your team. What what you got out of this? Uh, I mean, I like I said, I thought the tight ends would be more involved. I thought you know they would kind of put it more in Max's hands, but you know once I saw it, it was kind of like a mini blizzard in the beginning of the day. Not obviously not in the game. It was it kind of calmed down, but once the wind played into a factor, I'm like they're not gonna throw shit. And I didn't think it was gonna be only three passes, but the fact that and it's funny that Poyer and Michael Hyde got you know butthurt by it. And I understand like it's right after a loss, so it's kind of a stupid question to ask. But I mean they they got they got fucking their ass kicked. Like it, it is what it is. He can like they were saying, oh we only let up one big run. Like bro, they got 222 yards on your ass. Like. That's embarrassing. That's this is the number one defense. This is exactly what I told you. These Bills are exactly like the Patriots when Tom Brady left and we got eliminated by the Titans. Once they play caliber opponents, they don't show up and they can't win. And I don't give a fuck if it was three zero. Like that that was a game the Bills couldn't drop to you know, get the first round by and be in contention of that number one seed. They have no shot at getting it. I mean they they have the the Bucks next week, and then the Pats after that again. I mean, that that's not a favorable schedule schedule in their, you know, in their uh, you know opportunity and eyes. And they, this was just an ass kicking. I mean, from beginning to end. I, and if it wasn't for Nikhil muffing that punt, which I don't know why he was in punt returning duties, but if he didn't muff that punt, it would have been probably eleven nothing, fourteen nothing, because they were not scoring no 
no points in that game at all. And the defense, again, just showed up. They really just did their thing. And, you know, the, the Pats offense, I think, kind of took they, – they controlled the whole game, bro. With that running game, the, the defense really didn't have to do much. Like, as far as getting out there all the time, like, they were just whooping them the whole night. You could tell that that shit was getting to them, especially in that weather. You could tell those defenders were, you know, getting gassed a little bit in that fourth. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that that was a crazy game, just three passes. Hasn't happened since the 70s. No, yeah, I mean, 100%, just starting with the Bills, they – they got there. They got bullied, quite frankly, in the in the line yeah. of scrimmage. I did, I did not expect this from them on this side. Um, uh, you're right. When I looked at the weather earlier that day, we do we do sell tailgates for Buffalo Bills. Um, we were monitoring the weather. Um, just a quick short story there. People did still tailgate at Buffalo despite the weather. Um, yeah, those guys their, are crazy. Yeah, man, I can't do it. <laughs> I don't mind the snow. It's the wind that really just fucking kills it for yeah. me. But. Yeah, and then them boys balled out. Then boys still tailgating. Shout out to Buffalo Bills Mafia, but um, no, yeah, they they got bullied, man. Straight straight up line of scrimmage. The Patriots just took care of business there um, on both sides of the ball defense, which was expected though. I did not expect Buffalo to run the ball whatsoever. It's been their, their weakness all season. It happened, you know. I'm not surprised, but what I was surprised by was the the O line of the Patriots just bullying these dudes. Um, so I don't know. The Bills got to fix it. It's it's concerning. I I'm not taking them as a, a serious AFC threat anymore because this is the first time they lost low scoring game this season. They lost to Jacksonville same way, and they struggled to even score points on Indianapolis not too long ago. So um, mm-hmm. this is a reoccurring theme right now. Um, this this it has to get fixed. The defense is doing so much what it can to keep them in this game, um, and and you know the the buff you know the offense is not. Um, coming up to their standards but going flipping to new england um I, I you know i was impressed i'm still not impressed by mac jones only throwing three passes of course this is a running game um solid game you're not going to force mac to throw 50 times when the wind's that bad so i mean i just got to give belichick his flowers like i always have been man the dude <laughs> came in with a very strong game plan uh, people would have thought he was crazy or people if you if i would have told you before the game uh, like, hey, Belichick's just going to pass it three times. You would have thought I was crazy. Despite knowing the weather conditions, no, yeah. you still would have thought I would, it would have been crazy if I said that. So, um, Belichick yeah. just really stuck to the game plan. This is such a Belichick game where he just mm-hmm. makes – he does it unpredictable. He does it impossible where people don't really think about it. And he stuck to the game plan. Shout out to them. Uh, one one thing I will note, and this could really alter your, your, your playoff chances, and I'm sure you would agree, Adrian Phillips' knee injury, this is going to be big. Um, you know, him getting yeah. hurt. Him getting hurt is gonna be huge. I know. I know the the defense really. They don't rely on him, but he's a big part of that defense. And and him being mm-hmm. out a couple of games might be bad for y'all because I know I, I know Belichick praises him, and this this could be huge for the defense. Yeah, I mean, him and Judon both got hurt. Obviously, Phillips more severely, but um. You know, I, the luck, The good thing is, I mean, he tweeted out, you know, thank God. So I'm pretty sure he didn't tear his ACL or anything. But, I mean, just just rest up, you know. Even if we don't get the number one seed, I, I still think we're going to win this division and just worry about the playoffs, honestly. But, um, yeah, that that's going back to your Bills point. That's what makes this loss so much worse is it's like it's not even as bad as the Jags game. Like, the oh, actually, no, that's probably one of the worst losses of this year. But. This one in particular, like, the fact that all these Bills fans and, you know, all the Bills players are so upset that, you know, people are, like, talking shit about them. It's like, oh, like, 
they you know what they were going to do all game and it didn't matter like they 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 did what they wanted to at will and you know, to me, the play-action game, and when they wanted to start, they started throwing in the fourth. I'm like, no, it's too late. Like, once you're not in a rhythm, especially in the cold, kind of hard to, you know, just start throwing it out of nowhere. But if, I mean, if you watch that game back again, the play-action pass was there all night. I mean, they, especially when they were loading the box, I really feel like they could have taken, taken advantage of those opportunities. But, I mean, they did their thing, 222 yards, like I said earlier, and um, yeah, I mean, hopefully Phillips isn't out too long. Like that—that that was crazy. Like he he defended that pass against I think it was Knox or Diggs or whoever, but he looked fine. And then the, after the commercial, he came out hurt. So just hope it's not too bad. Like you said, I mean, he tweeted it. He tweeted out, "Thank God." So I'm pretty sure it's not an ACL tear, but probably something a little less significant than that. And you know, those take a little bit more time, like a couple weeks. So. Um, as long as we have them for the playoffs, we should be all right. But, yeah, the Bills, I mean, this is just an embarrassing game. Yeah, yeah I mean, I agree. I know the run game is just not there, but it's just, I don't know. You have a divisional opponent. You know, it's Monday Night Football, all eyes on you. Yeah. And, and the fact that they just, <laughs> I mean, everyone knew the Bills were, or the, the Patriots were going to run the ball. Um, and yeah. they just couldn't stop it whatsoever. But, I mean, got to get the hats off to New England. But I'm – I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm still not on the Mac Jones train yet. I love this defense. Right. I'll tell you that, man. I love this defense. I'll say it again every week. I I'm, I, I really do think this is probably the top three defense in the league, um, and it's going to carry you so far, and I like it. But <laughs> Mac Jones, man, he's not a bad – he's not a bust whatsoever, but I just don't think he's elite yet. Or I, don't, I haven't seen flashes of him. That's being. fine. I don't, I don't, we don't need him to be elite. I'm telling you, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, we'll be, we'll be fine. The only team I'm worried about is, is Kansas City. Like, in the AFC, everybody else is just oh, sheep in wolf clothing. Like, they're, no, they're nothing to worry about. Baltimore, they're done. They have no corners. But Marlon Humphrey being out, it's over for them. It's a wrap. The Titans, I mean, the Titans is another one. If they can get healthy, and that's asking a lot. I mean, you're going to start giving Henry the ball after he broke, the, broke his foot, and you're going to give him the ball the way you were, you know, before he got hurt? I don't. I don't see that going too well, and we'll see if Julio can stay healthy for more than two weeks. But, um, yeah, I'm not worried about nobody else. Maybe Cincy, but, I mean, come on. Cincy, a young coach in QB against Belichick, I'll take Belichick any day of the week. So, I mean, Kansas City is the only one that has the biggest threat to come close to the Patriots. Well, let's talk about KC. I mean, let's just let's just go backwards tonight. I mean, Sunday Night Football, Chiefs, Broncos. Um, this is supposed to be a good game, and quite frankly, I didn't even see the whole thing. Um, this just kind of put me to sleep. Uh, <clears throat> I will give Denver's defense their flowers as well. They've been very consistent yeah. and great all season long. Um, it's the offense that's really just been bad, bad, bad. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like if they had a Mac Jones on their roster right now, they would do better. They would, their record would be better. But fortunately, they got Teddy Two Gloves, who's kind of just been falling off at this point of his career. Um, yeah. But I mean, the only positive I guess I could take out of it, besides the defense, is Williams, a running back. He's just been a stud. It's kind of yeah. good to see that. You know, I mean, unfortunate. It's unfortunate Melvin Gordon's out now, but I mean, that's giving him more load, and I think. He's proving that he can handle that low, so that's a good that's a good positive for the Broncos fans and 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 the organization in case they're trying to lure in the quarterback. As you have the steady run game now, and you have the receivers capable of mm-hmm. making big plays, so 
really the Broncos are just missing the quarterback. This is not their year. Um, I yeah. feel like they may or may not take that last playoff spot, as we mentioned last week. But um, certain yeah. is a stud. Guy, guy's got his pick um, off the homes. But, um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else you want to take from that game, from the Broncos side of it. Um, yeah, I didn't watch this game because I was at the fight. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, from what I saw, I, like I said last week in the betting one, like the betting show, if they had a con- if they had somebody at QB other than those two, I would have took them to win this game. Like, it's not like the Chiefs' offense is on fire. It's just that defense all of a sudden flipped the switch, and now they're manhandling and bullying the other offenses, which I don't know where this Chiefs' defense came out of nowhere. You know, I guess they're healthy now, but, you know, the, uh, Teddy Bridgewater against a, a good defense, like, that's that's good night. Like, I'm not even worried, but, yeah. We talked about Williams. You know, he was going to come in here as the running back number one, and he took advantage of his opportunity. And, yeah, I mean, they have to be – and they have to really be aggressive when getting – if they can get one of these top four guys, top three guys that are, you know, wanting out of their situation, they have to go all in on that. Like, they, this is like another Peyton Manning opportunity they have. Like, I understand he, it's different because he was a free agent, but you have to take advantage of that with this defense – with this offense you have, you know, they're just explosive. And the only thing they're missing is that quarterback. And, you know, that, that's the only thing I'm really taking away from this game. As far as Denver goes, they're probably out of the playoff point. But you never know. Crazy things have happened this year, and they could flip it around. But, I mean, like, like I said earlier, KC, it's New England and KC's conference at this point. It's, it's those two alone. Like, the, the two defenses are just bullying people. And, the offense is all they have to do is not turn over the ball. And luckily for Kansas City, they really haven't been playing anybody to worry about when Mahomes throws his, you know, pick or two a game that he always does. But, you know, like, shout out to that defense, Spagnolo, you know, he turned it around. Chris Jones got healthy. Like, I feel like he's a huge difference now that he's not playing and he's playing tackle again. And, yeah, I mean, they just – the offense, that's the only thing that worries me about Kansas City, which when, when was the last time we had to say that? Like, mm-hmm. they they just been dropping balls or they're, you know, Mahomes is fumbling it or throwing a pick. And that might be the difference in the playoffs. So it's going to be interesting to see them in the postseason. Obviously, they're going to be there. Obviously, they're going to win this division. Even with uh, the Chargers winning that game, which we'll get into, I just don't see them beating the Chiefs in uh LA in a couple weeks coming up so yeah it's really between Pats and Chiefs for the to go to the Super Bowl in my eyes but yeah there's really nothing much to this game I mean Broncos really you know they just need to go in the offseason all in looking for that QB yeah I mean just kind of finishing it off with Kansas City there um I don't know I I still think they have major problems they haven't even addressed which is the offense is being so stagnant with Andy Reid right now. It's just been weird. I know they've played a decent defense in, in Denver, but um, I don't know. There's just something there. I, I can't figure it out. They got Edwards Hilaire back, which is going to be He looks better. Be I mean, he, he, looks has, better. he has been better. Um, I kind of took a flyer on him in fantasy. Um, so, I, I don't know. We'll see. Because um, if Kansas City is going to be playing this Patriots defense, if Phillips gets back, I, I honestly might give New England the edge here. So, um, who, who knows? Who knows? But right. this is they're not impressing me whatsoever. These low-scoring games are just not bad or not good for me. Not good for to see for the Kansas City side of it. <clears throat> um, 
Let's let's just quickly go over this one. Seattle, San Francisco. This is an upset of the week for me. Um, I, I crazy. I did you have them? I don't remember for the for no. You. We both had the 49ers. Crazy enough, this this should have been the Sunday night game, and when it was all said and done, mm-hmm. this was actually a pretty exciting was, game. I didn't it think was. it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Kittle had he just went off. He took over that game. That was a vintage Kittle performance, but. Yep. Um, and I know, and I know you saw the I saw I know you saw the fruition of his labors because he he got to almost forty five fantasy. Yeah, points, but, uh, I got, I'm in the playoffs, baby. Yeah, fucking nine catches, one hundred eighty one yards, two touchdowns. I mean, he went off that game, and you know, I mean, I like how Pete Carroll's now trying to rally the troops, saying we're not out of this, we're just getting started. Like, bro, where was this two three weeks ago? Like, stop it. <laughs> Like, come on, bro. Who are you trying to fool? I know he's trying to keep his job and all, but uh, this was, yeah, this was probably the upset of the week next to Detroit uh, beating Minnesota because the the 49ers really can't drop games like this. Um, You know, the bottom of the NFC, anybody can take it. I know they're seven, but, I mean, Philly got back on track. I mean, Minnesota, two games, you know, if they win two games, they're back in it. They're kind of out of it for me just because of that performance on Sunday. But, um, you know, they really needed this game. And Seattle has their number. I mean, it's it's always been like that. And I thought it would be different. But, no, I mean, you know, Seattle beat them four times in a row nowadays. I mean, two years straight they've beaten them. So, yeah, I mean, they just need to get shit together if they want to make a even a wild card. I don't think they're going to make a serious push this year, but to make a wild card, they really need to get that shit together. They still have, they still have division opponents in the schedule, so. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. There's really nothing much I could take from this game. I saw it. I was watching it through Red Zone. Very entertaining. Um, Metcalf has kind of just been off. He's kind of been picking up a little bit. Um, but Yeah, uh, this is a weird year. It's, it's just the him. same old, same old, really. Seahawks don't protect. Wilson, he has to make plays. Uh, mm-hmm. Niners just went off to, with Kittle, um, but no, there's really not much I can I can really really take from this one. Um, it was just a very weird but entertaining game to watch. You know what I will say though with this, that that, that to me, have, this is what happens when you don't score when you're right away. I know teams are wanting to drain the clock and make sure the other team doesn't have time to have a chance, but. I feel like Shanahan should have been a lot more aggressive when they were in that red zone, and I don't feel like he was. Like, he should have been taking more shots to the end zone with Kittle. And when they were down near the 20-yard line, you could tell they were just trying to drain the clock, let it go to the two-minute warning, run, play, run, play, little slam. Like, it's like, bro, score. Like, get to OT. Trust your defense to make a play to go to overtime. Like, what are we doing draining the clock? Like, you guys all of a sudden – are leading this game. Like, you guys are behind. You need to score ASAP. And that's what happens when you don't. Fourth and goal, and the ball gets tipped, and that's the game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. This this is weird. This is a weird game for me. Uh, but now moving on real quick. I mean, let's go Pitt, Pittsburgh-Baltimore. This one was good. This was a great game. I picked Pittsburgh, money line. This is yep. a payoff. Um, ballsy move on hardball to go for two there at the end. Um, but I will say, I mean, no, we pay attention to Lamar a little bit more. Um, the fact that he was out to put up, not, he was not able to put up better numbers than what he had. And, and this team really felt like had the ball the whole game. 
Um, it's kind of mm-hmm. disappointing. Uh, only mustering out 19 points. Um, and I, I did look at the stat. I think the Steelers only had, like, the ball for, like, six minutes um, all game, which is w- crazy or something like that. Um, but they are able to eke out this win. It's a divisional game, so I'm not going to take much out of this, just like the Seattle-San Fran game. Um, but the ball, or it seemed like Pittsburgh needed this one bad to at least keep them yeah. at least in the playoff hopes. But – I mean, this is this is you know Big Ben's last season apparently, and and for him to kind of lead yeah. that comeback was was semi impressive for me. Yeah, I mean, we said it. This just wasn't a good matchup for Baltimore. But I mean, they they took it back, like you said, they had the ball most of the game. It was thirty six uh, minutes to twenty three minutes possession wise. So, I mean, the fact that they only got nineteen, and I kind of get why they did. It. Like, I think Harbaugh saw the writing on the wall. If they go to overtime, Pittsburgh would probably win it if they get the ball. I don't think he wanted to chance it, but, I mean, hey, too aggressive, and there you go. Like, I, I, I don't know. But I, I get the I get the move. I mean, just get out of there with the win. I forgot how much time was left on the clock. But, you know, put the pressure on Pittsburgh to actually have to advance the ball and, you know, not drain the clock and kick a, you know, a chip shot field goal. But, um, you know. I'm not surprised Pittsburgh won. This was just not a, a good matchup for the, the Ravens. And, you know, Deontay Johnson had a good game. They kind of shut down Najee. I didn't think that was going to happen. But, um, you know, he yeah, got, like, I, what, 70 yards, something like that, with 20 Najee, carries. So. Najee's been kind of slowing down a little bit recently, which is not good for my fantasy team. But I think the defenses <laughs> are kind of starting to catch up a little bit, just a little bit, understanding yeah. the game plan hitting better. So we'll see how he reacts as the season goes on. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just one more point I want to bring up. Lamar kind of just been scaring me, man. He played like shit the week yeah. before and um, did not do really good this week at all either. Did not impress whatsoever. So um, and They have a tough schedule these last exactly. four, four or five games. So, so they got to yeah. figure it out with him if they want to make themselves a serious threat to New England and Casey and their boys. Yeah. But, we'll see. So, no, yeah, Raiders, Washington. This is another one. Your fraud Raiders, as always win a good game and then they come and then they lose the next one. Um, yep. I don't know. This, this, it just felt, it felt like this was never their game. Um, and, and I predicted this Washington, they've been on a hot streak. I think the Raiders were kind of a little high off of their win against Dallas. I know Darren Waller was not playing, but um, yeah. the, the fact that they, they, you know, the, the defense actually played pretty good despite it. I know it's Heineke and stuff playing on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. They kept Washington, uh, you know, under 20, which is great. And, and, and what shocked me was this offense really not being able to score more points and, and drive down the field a little bit more. So not, I'm, I'm very disappointed in, in Vegas's performance this week. Um, but just yeah, flipping it to Washington real quick. I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, that hot winning streak, is it four straight? No, three straight? Yeah, uh, it's four, I think. Well, they are uh, – are they going to catch up to Dallas? What, what do you think here? Uh, I mean, they play them this week, so I mean, there's a good chance to get them. But, um, I mean, if Dallas's defense does, plays like they played against uh, Oak, uh, Las Vegas, oh, yeah. I mean, they, they, they cannot drop this game to Washington. If, they, if Washington beats them, I think you might have to look at them to win the division. I mean, I think they have the easier schedule moving forward if I'm not uh, – if I'm – you know, if I'm correct about that, you know, they got the, they got all their divisional games to close out the year. So I mean, Eagles are very inconsistent, and they already beat the Giants. So I mean, 
the, the Cowboys cannot drop one game to these guys because if they do, I mean, they're they just put them right back in that contention. But I mean, what a what a shitty game from Las Vegas. I mean, yeah, I, like I said, we both said it. We both said they were they were gonna be the the confidence was too high. I mean, it was a good victory. We had to give them that, but um. You know, to string off a couple wins with everything that's happened in their season. I mean, they're, they're done. They're done. They can sit here and say they're not. But six and six, they you have to win at least nine to ten games to get into the AFC playoffs. And they're not going to do that. And, you know, they, I, I, don't, I don't blame them. You know, like I said, it's a lot of adversity to overcome. But I, I never trusted this Raiders team to start with. And, that, you know, it's – Coming alive, what I've been saying, like they're just not good. And this was a game that if they would have won this game, it's like, all right, then we have we're talking a different, you know, we're it's a different story. But with that loss, I mean, that was just pathetic. And Washington, honestly, the way they played too, they honestly had no business winning that game. And you know, the Raiders let them back in, and then they won with the field goal. So with the kicker that not even half the team knew his name. So. You know, shout out to I think his name's Johnson. I don't even know the name. So, you know, credit to him for winning the winning the game. But yeah, Washington, like I said, if they beat the Cowboys in one of these two games, it's looking a little harder for Dallas, especially because they have Arizona. Uh, they still have some divisional games too. So you never know what can happen. So I'll give them. Uh, it's fifty fifty for me with with whoever division, honestly. Yeah, it's, I'm, a, it's a lot closer than, than you know, it, it was supposed to be. We thought Philly was going to be the ones. And look at Washington just taking it from Philly. Yeah, it's just Philly's been pissing me off, too. They're like the Raiders. Yeah. They, you know, they, they win. They have impressive wins, and then they fucking lose somehow to these mm-hmm. bad teams where they should have had no business doing that. So um, the fact that they dropped the loss to New York kind of just really just threw all that confidence out the window for me for them. But with Washington yeah. – I'm kind of slowly I'm, – I'm obviously picking Dallas two-game lead right now. I know they have this game. Yeah. So they may or may not win. But I, I'm just picking Dallas just solely because of their defense right now too. Um, you know, they played great against New Orleans. I know it's Taysom Hill um, and, and the, at quarterback. But um, at the end of the day, this defense has been stepping up at certain moments of the season. And mm-hmm. I think um, that will be enough because the offense is explosive. It can go off any moment. And uh, – they haven't even hit their peak yet, so I'm picking Dallas to win this division. I don't, I, I, I actually don't think it's going to be that competitive. I think after this week, it'll be three game lead, uh, with about four or five games left, and I think Dallas will have you, a huge edge. Never know, especially when they're playing in Washington. The weather might be shitty, especially in December. You never know. I'm not going to count Washington out. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're right, you're right. Uh, so, moving on, the last game of the afternoon ones, Rams-Jags. Don't have to really talk much about them. Rams did their thing. Um, Jaguars looking like the, the Jaguars that we all know and love. Uh, one quick thing I will point out for the Rams, I did see this game from beginning to end. This is the game I was watching this afternoon. Out of all the games, I picked this one. Um, mm-hmm. I was not that impressed actually with the, the Rams, and it's scaring me. Yeah, me neither. I know they blew this Jags out, but the fact they're that supposed to, they 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 did they did their they did what they had yeah. to do. But just I mean, if you actually look at the game, they they let Jacksonville kind of linger a little bit the first half. They um they didn't look too good in protecting Stafford to start off. Um, the Jags were banging them up. 
The Jags were driving mm-hmm. down the field a lot too. Urban Meyer was just being an idiot and going for two a couple of times, or not two for going for fourth on fourth, fourth times. Yeah. And obviously it doesn't pay off because you have Aaron Donald and them fucking beast boys up front to protect the run sometimes. So um, the Jaguars let this game slip away with their aggressiveness, which I respect. But the Rams still they it took them a while to to get going, and and that's not what I expect them to do against this shitty team. Um, so that's one thing I will point out. I was I, I'm I'm scared. I I didn't lose nor gain confidence after this game with them, and uh, I don't know. I mean, we said it last week. They they've been looking very unimpressive, and you know. I know you said double down with your Super Bowl pick, but I just think they are who they are right now, especially Henderson not being healthy. That's that's very concerning. I know Michelle had a good game, but don't expect that from him every game. Like, it's just Jacksonville's Jacksonville, and, you know, they're not a very good defense. But, um, you know, Henderson not being healthy. They say he's healthy. I don't believe so. He would have played if he was. So that's a little concerning. Yeah, I mean – yeah, I'm I'm the same. I just didn't I thought I would take take you know, take the game and be like, all right, well Rams did their thing, they the offense showed out, the defense stepped up, this side and the third and you know, I said this was a good game to get back on track and maybe it is, but like it, it just wasn't impressive and yeah, I'm on the same page as you. I was just like, eh, they blew them out. They they were supposed to. Jacksonville's bad. So I mean at least they did that. If they if it was like a close game which it all – it could have been if, you know, they Jacksonville converts a couple fourth downs or they kick field goals instead of, you know, turning the ball over on downs or whatever. But, um, yeah, this is just a weird game, even though the scoreboard would tell you differently. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, this is kind of those type of games where you just had to watch the six to kind of see what we were seeing um, in that yeah. circumstance. Um, but, no, yeah, Rams did their part. We'll see how they do next week, Monday night. Monday night again, finally. Another one, another yeah, great Rams Cardinals. So definitely will tune in for that. I don't care what Julie and everybody else has to say. I will be watching it. Um, <laughs> let's go to the morning ones now, real quick. Dirty Birds. We'll start there. My guys, um, they lost, mm. which was expected. It's the Super Bowl champs, the Bucks. Brady's apparently fucking undefeated against the Falcons all all his career. Um, I don't think that's true. I feel that I I remember them beating you guys beating us one time but maybe that was the Matt Castle year so maybe, it was. Yeah, maybe that's it was. It. okay yeah. I remember that yeah Brady's undefeated against us so sadly I looked it up um, Jeez. so of course the, the Super Bowl was the closest we got to him um <laughs> I will say two things from the Falcons one good and one bad a good thing we finally are kind of getting a groove and running the ball uh we 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 destroyed Jacksonville with the run game um when we yeah. played them and this is obviously a tougher test. Tampa Bay is probably top rush defense in the league, if not one of them. And and we still were able to get 100 yards off of them, which is a great sign. Mike Davis kind of, you know, finally had a great game for us. Cordero is going to do his thing. Cordero Patterson's the guy. Um, so that was a good sign to see. That was great. However, um, the bad thing that will point out, it, fucking, I, I knew there was a stat out there and I found it. The, the, the protection that for Matt Ryan has just been horrible. It's yeah. been really bad, um, and I always, I always just kind of wanted to avoid <laughs> saying that because I do have belief in this old line. They're young, They're, they'll get it going. Jake Matthews is still a great, good left tackle in this league. Mayfield's a rookie, you know. McGarry mm-hmm. uh, has to go, or not McGarry. Uh, Lindstrom has to go, 
And it's it's just Damn, already, yo, you're done with Lisa? One of the yes, because the the thing is that like there's flashes of him doing good, but there's just been there's been more bad from good from that. Mm. And from that experiment. So I, I need to see new things. I'm hoping Arthur Smith could kind of just figure out his O line before he does some other shit next season. Um but that is the worst thing. I looked at the stat. The Falcons gave up the most quarterback hits all season. Um, and I believe I think they're at 98 right now after this week. And I think second place is is Houston. Um, the fact that we're the worst team in protecting Matt Ryan, and, and part of it has to do with him too, uh, not getting rid of the ball quicker. Um, but I knew there was this, I, I knew I wasn't tripping watching game film and watching these guys play every Sunday. And yep, they they just they Matt Ryan just gets hit a lot, man, and it's it's upsetting, and and that's one bad thing we definitely need to address. You know me, I'm a big O line guy now. I think that's mm-hmm. that's really the the success to the Super Bowl run. So, those are two takes. Yeah. Had anything from this game? Well, I mean, that's why I picked them to cover that big spread because the matchup just wasn't there for you guys. I mean, this O line is terrible. And that that's one thing. And I, I'll, I'm going to switch your good thing because Mike Davis had 32 yards for a touchdown. I mean, come on. That's a that's a great game. Let's, uh, we'll, let's settle down. Russell Gage stepped up for you guys. I mean, 11 catches, 130 yards. You could say it was against the banged-up uh, Bucks secondary, but he's the only one that stepped up. I mean, Pitts didn't do nothing. Nobody did anything this game besides him and Patterson. So I'll change your good thing with that. And then the bad thing, yeah, I mean, the – the defense, oh, my bad. The O-line first, I mean, obviously that's that's terrible. But the defense letting up 148 yards for 15 catches to Godwin, my good, like, was terrible on Evan. I didn't catch this game. I, I did terrible was on Mike Evans. Was terrible. Okay, all right. So that makes sense because that 15 catches, come on, bro. Like, I think I would have switched it up and put terrible on uh, Evans at that point because – I mean, you just can't let a guy beat you up like that. But, yeah, this is just not a good matchup for you guys. And, you know, Tampa, they're trying to get hot. Like I said, they're trying to get hot at this time like they did last year. And they're looking like they're doing that. But, again, it's against the Falcons. I'll, I'll settle down. But it, it's going to come down to them and Green Bay. Just the way the NFC's playing out. And, obviously, Arizona's there. I just have to see it against, you know, Tampa and Green Bay. And I know they really lost to Green Bay. But. In the playoffs, it's a whole different story. Anything can happen. So, those three, like, the Rams need to play catch-up because those three teams are way too hot right now, you know, with everything going on. But, yeah, this is just not a good game for you guys, good matchup. And Arthur Smith has a lot of rehauling to do with his roster. You guys have talent here and there, but you guys really need to key in on rebuilding instead of reloading like you guys think you can. Arthur Blank thinking he can just reload and – you know, this new GM and coach got to get this shit together before, you know, Matt Ryan, you know, declines heavily, especially with all the hits he's taking. Yeah, I mean, I I also, that's a good point. I mean, the defense is horrible. Um, I I knew Brady was just going to torture us either with, with Gronk or, or with Godwin. Um, not not much mm-hmm. Mike Evans, just because I'm still a big believer in A.J. Terrell. I, I knew he wasn't going to stop. Yeah, he's him. good. But at I least like he's it. gonna slow him down. So I, I, I figured Brady was gonna be smart about this and kind of just <clears throat> the other guys. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, well, I'm glad we're not playing them anymore this season. We're done with them. It's over <laughs> past us. They can do whatever the fuck they want now moving forward. Um, so I don't know. We have a lot of 
issues to address this offseason, and I'm hoping these guys can finally ta- attack it and kind of take care of it. My dream scenario, yeah. and I'm not just tell you this. I've never told you this. I kind of thought about it <clears> last weekend. My dream scenario is Atlanta fixes this O-line. They, they improve the defense this offseason, let Matt Ryan ride the shit one more year, and we go out there and draft Bryce Young in 2023. Um, Alabama quarterback. I, I fucking love that guy. He's, this guy is really the real deal, and I, I think this get, he's gonna be the next great quarterback in this league. Um, he, I don't, I don't see anybody being a, a star next year in this draft class. He has future jet written all over him. Mm-hmm. This is he's not going to. He is gonna be a New York Jet in the mm-hmm. future. He's not. He's not going to the Falcons unless you guys stink it up. Unless you guys stink it up next year. I, I don't think. I think the Jets are probably going to move on from this coaching staff and this GM and then go to a different one, and then they'll want Bryce Young. So, I mean, Bryce Young will be good for you guys. I, I, he's good, man. He, he showed a lot in that Georgia game, yep. beating up that defense. Obviously, their offense didn't help out, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, Bryce Young, he looked good. I think he's eligible, what, next year or the year after? So, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see. But, yeah. Ah, you guys really have to be bad for you guys to get him because he's gonna be a number one overall pick. And you just never know. Did, my 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 yeah. hope is my hope is that like you get you get a freaking I don't know like a <clears throat> let's just throw a team out there like the Bears are the worst team next year. They're not number one pick. Mm, you already yeah, have maybe. Justin Fields. You know they're looking at going another direction with, with their draft stock. And, you know, I'm hoping Atlanta soups in at like number five and just does a trade with them and, 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 and gets the number one pick there. So that's my, my best hope is that that happens. But you know what? That, I like that plan because it's, it's being patient and hopefully Arthur Blank can give these two, you know, I forget what's his name. The GM Terry. Mm-hmm. I forget. Bon, yeah. Bon, Fano and and Arthur Smith, I don't think he actually gives them a chance to rebuild because they were already in charge of a sinking ship. And, you know, I feel like they they just really need to rebuild instead of reload. And they they just – if they have time, if they have the time, I think they can really do it. And, you know, you guys will be in in the NFC playoff picture again because when the Falcons are good, I mean – I know that that's an old saying, oh, if the Raiders are good, it's a cut. Like, but honestly, I like when the Falcons are good. You know, Michael Vick made me a big fan of, of his. And I like I, I was rooting for Atlanta for a while when I was a kid growing up just because of him. But And obviously, I don't want you to be miserable every time we come on this podcast. Like, I want you to be happy. You know, your team's good. We both can talk shit or whatever. But it's like, you know, they just need to fix it because a lot of their mistakes with Julio and leaving them there too long and all the cap they wasted on a bunch of these guys like uh they just need to fix it and redraft redraft good and hopefully they'll become a free agent destiny destination again and then you guys can be in it maybe in two years and maybe bryce Young and falcon who knows well i mean we'll see i mean brady's not gonna be there that long hopefully and uh mm-hmm. new orleans is fun off and carolina who knows what they're doing so this division could be open in a couple of years but that's another conversation for another day let's keep moving uh, let's yep. go Texans, Colts. Not much here as well. Kind of want to just go through this one real quick. I mean, Colts really shut Can't believe we choose this team to fucking cover the spread. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not Texans. doing that anymore. They've been fucking pissed. They lost me my two days in, or two weeks in a row. They're horrible. Jonathan Taylor is Jonathan Taylor. Um, yeah. Michael Pittman gave me points. That was great. Uh, but no, really not much. That's it. We'll see how they do next week. I don't know if you want to continue adding more stuff to this one. No, I'm good. Let's do what they had to do. Okay. Uh, Dolphins, New York, this one. 
very interesting. I kept my eye on it all game. Um, yep. The defense did their part, like always. We expected this Miami to just, you know, go out there and torch Mike Glennon. Um, I don't know. So New York had flashes where they could have won this game. Um, and yeah. they just gave it away. I don't know if that was, you know, Glennon. You know, Glennon. Yeah, I think that's on Glennon. I think Jake Fromm, isn't he supposed to start next year, next week? I think that's what I saw. I'm not too sure. But, oh, Jake, um, Jake Fromm? The yeah. former Georgia quarterback? Yeah, I think he's supposed to start what next week. What the so. fuck? We'll see. They picked, him up, though. they picked him up on the practice squad, and I think they're supposed to start him next week. But, um, no, I, I Miami's – Getting a little too hot for my liking. I don't. I don't like seeing them winning. You know, four straight or five straight, whatever it is. And um, they, you know, they need to lose a game next week. That's all I'll say. I mean, I, I knew this was going to be defense, and like you said, it was in the in the air for a little bit for the Giants to take it, and they obviously didn't take the advantage of those opportunities. But um, yeah, Miami, they're just getting hot. They have the Jets next week, I believe. I mean, they have a pretty easy schedule. We play them week eighteen, so. We'll see what happens, but yeah, I mean Miami. This is this is the team I thought they were gonna be to start the year, and I don't know what happened in the beginning. Maybe the Deshaun Watson card was a little too gloomy for Tua's liking, but ever since the trade deadline ended, now he's playing a little better. Not turning the ball over that much. Jalen Waddles turning into a bona fide number one, and um, yeah, I mean they Miami looks good. Oh, I'm gonna give them their props, but you know I don't want to I don't want to see them getting that seventh seater. Anything like that. Because that defense against anybody, you might have to put your money on Miami. And as long as Tua doesn't turn the ball over, I mean, who knows? Anything can happen. The playoffs are fucking crazy in the NFL. So. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, they got two tough games. Or really, the rest of the schedule is tough. New Orleans and New Orleans. Playing New Orleans is hard. Uh, other and than the Jets, obviously the Jets is going to be easy. But, I mean, playing in Tennessee as well is going to be tough. And New England's yeah. no joke. New England's proved they can win on the road. So, the last three would be tough. That really kind of just determine who they are as a football team this season. I know they're hot right now, but can they continue it? We'll see. Uh, um, so I hope they don't. <laughs> I know you don't want that to happen, but uh, yeah, no way. But, uh, um, yeah, I'm gonna give them their props though. Flores is really turning it around, and you know, I I think this is keeping Tua from you know not being traded yet. I don't I don't think I think the fan base would turn on him so hard if they trade Tua because Miami adopted him as, like, a third son. You know, Tua's loved in Miami. And I know a lot of fans are going to be so pissed that they trade for Watson, especially with his situation not being taken care of yet. And we have no idea. Like, none of us have any clue what's going to happen with that, you know, with that court, like, lawsuit or whatever, you know, what's going to happen with him. But, um, you know, we'll see. I I don't think Tua's going anywhere in Miami with the way this season's going. Just my opinion, though. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't know. This is the AFC is so great right now in terms of getting uh, even the bad playing. teams at the bottom are still, yeah yeah you know, winning game. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's it's very that's a very interesting conference right now to be quite honest. Yeah. I mean, speaking of it, the Jets, they uh, the the Jets, the Eagles, man. The, uh, I don't know the Jets, man. They they're just like the Texans. I don't know what the fuck yeah. I'm expecting from them every week and. 
Man, oh man, I don't know what any takes on any takes on the Jets. I yeah. shout out, shout out to Gardner Minshew. I'll say that that was a pretty cool. Yeah, you're telling me I'm the one who picked him in the fucking betting episode. Yeah, like how fucking embarrassing. I thought, and it was when it was twelve seven, twelve seven. I was like, okay, like maybe they have a chance, a chance, maybe. But fuck, like Gardner Minshew. Yeah, he took advantage of his opportunity. And it's like, fuck, bro. Like, are you fucking kidding me with these dumbass Jets? The only Jet that's taking advantage of everything is Elijah Mitchell. Like, or Elijah Moore, excuse me. Like, he looks good, man. Any quarterback that's out there, you know, he scores. So, yeah. Big, big fan of his. I mean, I, I, yeah. I know he was always, um, when Zach Wilson was out, um, who was their quarterback? Uh, Joe Flacco. Flacco Mike and Mike White for their game, too. They all tend to – it seemed like Elijah Moore was their safe blanket. Like, hey, oh, fuck, I can't find anybody open. Let me just throw it to Elijah Moore. Yeah. And he's been able, capable of catching them. So, I noticed that ever since Zach Wilson went down and I've been, I took a flyer on him. I'm a huge fan now, giving me a lot of points, as you can tell. Um, I feel the same way to him about I, I do with Mooney for the Bears. Um, I don't want to mm-hmm. talk about it right now. But, yeah, you're right. I like that. I like it a lot. And, and I'm also a big fan of Carter when he gets back. He's been also great. Um, before yeah. he got hurt, so we'll see. This this team has has potential in these skill positions at receiver and running back. So um, we'll need to rehaul that defense. It, yeah, defense say, it's really just the defense. They're the worst rush defense in the league. The the Eagles took advantage of everything they could on them, and and I mean, gotta give them their flowers. But Minshew, man, what a great story. The dude, we all rooted for him. I I know I did. Uh, I'm sure you did as well. I rooted for him to. To do to what he had to do, Dallas Goddard had a good game, and and Miles Sanders, you know, coming to live party for him as well. But I know this is the worst rush defense, so we'll see how he does next week, but or or the week after. Um, but yeah, I mean, they took care of business. They're still in the playoff hunt, um, but we'll see. This is this is very similar to the Rams Jaguars, where like you're expecting them to beat the Jets, but um, yeah, really out of it. Uh, but no, I mean, speaking of of Mooney and the Bears, uh, thirty three twenty two, but really. Cardinals took care of business from beginning to end. There was really no doubt yep. the Bears were going to win this game. Um, Kyler, how did he look for you? Did he look good for you in a hot in D hop? Uh, I mean, like you said, they they're probably not going to be healthy the rest of the way going. But I mean, I, I feel like that defense is kind of carrying them. They obviously they obviously established a run game with James Conner. Like, who would have thought that? But uh, I mean, they they look healthy enough to where they can stay control of that number one seed. So. I mean, it was, it, it, they, they took care of business. I didn't catch this game as much either, but, you know, from what I saw, Cardinals did what they had to do. And, you know, we'll see what happens with Murray moving forward. I, he just makes me nervous. Whenever he's coming back from an injury, it's just I want to see how he looks, like, a couple games after that, not, like, his first game back. I mean, playing a shitty Bears team, I want to see how he looks in this Monday night game. I'm, I'm going to be monitoring that very closely because I want to see what he does. Obviously, they beat him in L.A., but let's see how it is the second time around. Like, against Donald and all that, imagine if he gets hit in that game. I mean, I don't – who knows if he comes back up. I mean, it's just – it's just tough. When you're playing a tough defense coming off an injury, anything can happen. So, you know, they obviously took care of business. They're still the number one seed. I know people are still not giving them their respect. I'm kind of there, you know, kind of, you know, iffy with them. But, I mean, they're, they're doing what they got to do to keep that number one seed. And I think – out of every team, they need it the most because they can't be going, you know, in with the team that they have as, as a wild card. I just think they need that bye week, you know, earn that respect. 
And, you know, we'll see what happens. That home field advantage, I mean, Arizona, their fans get crazy. I've seen, I've seen a couple of playoff games there. So I think they need it the most, and I think they'll get it. Yeah, I mean, uh, they, they're, they look great. I, I think what I noticed from this game, what the big note, is uh, Kingsbury's playbook is so great um, in terms of, of it kind of just being creative. Um, I, I see the Cardinals yeah. coming up with a couple of creative plays here and there throughout the whole game. I'm, in my head, I'm like, do you really need to fucking do that right now? Like, it's Chicago. Like, you're really not playing, yeah. you're playing the Packers, the Cowboys. You know, you need to pull these up your sleeve. But they have so many up their repertoire that – it was, it's scary. I don't know how, what defense is going to be able to stop him, especially Kyler's legs. I know he's not fully healthy, but the man can still run. He ran in for a yep. touchdown from like the 15 yard line. Um, so, so I, I really don't know how you're going to be able to contain him. I think he's a better version of Lamar, um, really, in my mm. opinion. I think the difference is Kyler has the arm accuracy and the, and, and the, the strength to kind of make those zip throws, which that's why D Hop and them, and them boys love him. Um, I think yeah. Lamar has a better running attack in terms of quarterback ability, but uh, Kyler definitely has the, the, the accuracy, and that's huge, obviously, in being a quarterback. So, um, I don't know. Kyler would definitely be my MVP if, if he was not hurt. Also. You didn't get banged up? Yeah. I, 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 that's yeah, nobody, nobody's ran away with it. That's why Brady's the favorite right now. Like, nobody is taking close. advantage. Well, I mean, I just feel like that slow start kind of put him back, but – I mean, hey, and like I said, the, this is going to – we all three said it when we did that podcast with Bennett. This is a sloppy MVP. Yep. Like, nobody wants it. So, I mean, we'll see who ends up winning it. But it's it's probably going to be Brady Taylor at this point of the, of the yeah. season. Yeah, he hasn't looked too bad. So, he it, he's he's like Mac Jones. He's he's not he's not giving us a reason to, 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 to lose it. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, two more games left. Chargers, Bengals. This was my surprise of the week. Uh, man, oh, man, Chargers look horrible on the road, but this game really oh, kind of just flipped the switch. I think this was personally more about the Bengals, though, than the Chargers. I think yeah, that was a stupid I game. I don't know what the hell's in their heads, man. They look good one week, and then they look bad the other. Um, the I, the fact that they were down that much in the beginning, 24-0, was the yep. most shocking part of it all. Like, they could have been down all the game, like 10-7, 17-0-14, you know, stuff like that. But they were mm-hmm. down for so much, and they, it was just a big too. It was just too big of a hill to climb back from. Um, Joe Mixon getting hurt—it was kind of a concern to me. I know he's not severely hurt, but you know it's something to monitor. Joe Burrow's pinky, I think, was also bad. Yeah, um, it was dislocated. So um, they're getting banged up, and it's scary, especially because they've been a team where we think the AFC North is open and they could take it. Um, they just don't seem to want it. Um, they would have had first place if they would have took care of business, and they didn't. I mean, the, again, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, it was a dumb game. Like, this is where they just didn't take advantage of the opportunity. I mean, Jamar Chase was running wide open, and he bobbled that that pass, and it was picked off by Davis. And it's just like, like chances like that, you just can't you know, let those go by. And, right. yeah, they shouldn't have been down 24 nothing at no point in this game. And, yeah, just a stupid game by the Bengals. Yeah, um, I I think the Chargers really just kind of took care of business. Obviously, if you're gonna give Herbert so many chances to score, he's gonna eventually yeah. take advantage of it. <clears throat> um, but I mean, we talked about injuries for Cincy. The big one for was for Chargers is Joey Bosa coming out. Um, hopefully he could come back. But that's really the only key part of the defense that I was really impressed with. Chris Harris, I know, got a pick. 
Um, but I, I don't know. The offense looked great. Mike Williams finally had a great game. I noticed when Mike Williams has a good game, they tend to play better and win football games. And I know, I know it's just not solely him, but I noticed that as her, when Herbert feeds Williams and not just Keenan Allen, um, this team plays better and, and, and has a better rhythm. Um, so hopefully they realize that. I, I noticed that kind of stuff. If you look at Mike Williams' stats when he has good games, they win typically win those games. So mm-hmm. um, I'm not saying they don't they, – they only win with him playing good. They could win games without him playing good, but um, – It helps. It helps. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, um, no, the Chargers, look, they, they're, they're weird too. They play fucking shit one game and they play great the next. So – um, I don't know who they have next. The Giants, I believe, um, at home. Yeah, that's a very winnable game. But shoot, until we make our predictions for for these bets, uh, obviously the better thing, the safer thing, would be pick the Chargers. But I got to think about this one now. <laughs> so yeah, um, this is just a weird, stupid game, man. Cincinnati is really blowing that chance to mm-hmm. take yes, the North. They are. Yeah. Every team is in that division. It's wild. Um, the last game. This is the game I saved on purpose for last. Your lovable losers, man. My <laughs> lovable losers, Lions, man. They finally won a fucking game, and I'm so happy they did because the Falcons game is in sight. It's going to happen soon, and I did not want to be the first team to give them their L. Um, it turns out it was the Vikings. The the men in purple gave them the first win of the season. What a huge letdown. This is if, – if you, if you thought Mike Zimmer – was not in the hot seat before this. Oh, he probably will get fired before Nagy does in Chicago, in my opinion. Um, Fuck no. I I picked them. I picked Detroit to win this game. Um, I yeah. had this gut feeling. It, the rest, the you know, all the ingredients were there for them to take this one. Um, but then, really, the the way they lost, I man, the way that Detroit won this game mm-hmm. was the big. A big takeaway from this because if Detroit had just won, if they didn't go for fourth down there and, and Kirk Cousins was not able to drive down the field and they just would have ended it that way with Detroit wins, that would have been better. Like, hey, look, Detroit played their part. They did what they had to do. They won the game. Yep. But the fucking letdown, the last play of the game. Please, please just tell me, did you see this live? Yeah, I, I did see it. I saw it like right when it, like right after it happened, but I was just like, what is going on that you guys let Detroit drive down the field and they hit a buzzer beater touchdown to beat you it's like that's embarrassing shout out to st brown he's been stepping up lately uh i'm not shouting out golf he's just trash but i mean <laughs> jamal williams you know he's he kind of stepped up big for for swift and that's a bit that, those are big shoes to fill and he kind of did what he could and but um yeah, the, the Vikings are just terrible, and I feel like Nagy and Zimmer they both get fired on Black Monday. So I guess I mean you might be right if the Vikings announce it at 10 a.m. and the Bears announce it at 11 a.m. But they're both going to get fired on the same day. I don't think they're going to fire them. And you know, at the end of the season, what's the point? Just wait till the end of the year then do it. But um, I mean, that is just a terrible loss. I mean, Minnesota. They could have honestly another team that's not taking advantage of the, the opportunity they have. Like they're right there in the mix in the NFC, and I think they're dead now. I think they're they're done. I with the letdown like this and with the game that Jefferson had, and you still couldn't win. Come on, bro, that's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the fact that the Lions won without DeAndre Swift is kind of also another, yeah. So to the one like really like. You did not have your best impact player out there on the field, and 
and mm-hmm. really just kind of blew this. The only good thing I'll take from Minnesota really from this game is Justin Jefferson is a stud. Yeah, really, point eleven point. catches, one eighty two, and a like. Come on, bro. A game like that, and you couldn't win. Come on, that's embarrassing. Exactly, like, and I know they don't have Cook, but really, Madison has really just been stepping up as a great role player in this. Yeah, team, a great running back. So, the 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 stats were still there uh, to be replaced by with Madison, and they were in good hands with that. And and really, just questionable play calling, in my opinion. I don't think Minnesota is a bad team whatsoever they're not great but they're not bad and i just think the coaching has really just fallen off the fact that you like i'm pretty sure you brought it up but like they played uh, like really too deep for that last play of the game and and um really the the i was watching this game keeping an eye on it um i noticed minnesota's pressure on golf second half is really separated them from winning this game was is you know they they applied pressure on golf they forced him to make some throws that did not uh, obviously translate to first downs for Detroit. Um, but really this last drive, once they took the lead and they gave them back the ball for the final drive of the game, they did not pressure whatsoever. Three-man blitzes, you know, keep everybody out there and deep. Make sure you make the tackle and they make the catch. Like, that's literally just based off experience with Atlanta and Dan Quinn's fucking zone schemes before he left to Dallas. Like, that's not a recipe for success. We That's how we lost the Super Bowl. If you keep leading these teams – Get the ball, 10 yards, go out of bounds. Another patch, 15 yards, go out yep. of bounds. That's not great football. You're going to give them rhythm. You're going to get them close to the end zone, and that's not good football. So, I mean, Zimmer, I don't know when the hell these teams or coaches are going to learn that, but Minnesota really just blew that. Then the fact that they did with the last play, the last fucking play of the game, is yep. bad. It's really bad. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to add, but this is really the most dramatic win <clears throat> I've ever seen in Detroit history. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is just uh, this is just terrible. This is probably the the best win Detroit's had since the fake spike against the Cowboys, where Stafford jumped over the goal line. Like that's that's probably the most memorable win in the last like twelve years in Detroit history. I mean, this was just something, and like you said, I think the the play calling and the decision making by Zimmer, it's just. It's just out the window, off the wall. It's just bullshit. Like, he lost this team. If this team, if this game did not lose the locker room, I don't know what will. If they keep them another season, I mean, this is just unacceptable to blow that game. Especially, like I said, with the playoffs being as open as they are. Like, you, you literally just let Atlanta, Philly, Carolina, New Orleans, like you guys basically have the same record now, and it's you, you couldn't have dropped this game. This was a terrible game to drop, and you know they they deserve to be in the position they're in. This is just a bad game. No, I mean you're you, it's the truth because just kind of thinking about it, this the way Zimmer handled the last moments of those games. Like I'm not, not talking about the defense there too, like the drive I was mentioning. I'm also talking mm-hmm. about before that, like the Lions, as stupid as they are. They went for it on fourth and one in their own 20. Like, do you, I, I get it. You want to be aggressive and win, and win their first game. But you also got to play smart football here. And if you're going to go for it on fourth and one, you better damn make sure you're getting the first down. And the fact that they didn't get it, you give you give the Vikings the ball back. And they're pretty much the red zone at this point. Um, and this is where I knock Zimmer because you got to waste the clock, man. Like, I don't care if the yeah. Lions are 0-15, 0-72. Like, you play smart football. You run the clock out, get your field goal unit out there, and you win the football game. Um, but they said they got greedy. They got the touchdown early, gave 
golf enough time. And I know golf is golf. You hate on him, and, and I do too. Um, but any quarterback can really just get you down there if, if and that's possible. And, and they gave him a shot. You should never give – I don't care how bad the team is. You never give the opponent a shot to come back and drive down the field. And Zimmer just did not get that through his head. Yeah, I mean, that's very true. Like, you know, you and I, we're not very high on golf. I understand that. And I, and I will give him some credit for actually throwing that touchdown. I mean, I, I could – a couple of quarterbacks that are playing football right now wouldn't, wouldn't throw that pass. So, you know, I'd give him props for throwing it, whatever. But, I mean – my Minnesota can't be so greedy and so like just win the fucking game. Who cares? Like at the end of the day, it does not matter about your stats. I mean, literally, we've been we've been saying it all year, especially with what we talked about in the beginning of the show. The Pats won it fourteen to ten, not throwing the ball like more than five times. It's like just win the game, get out of there by any means necessary. And Minnesota playing with no urgency whatsoever. It's just a, it's just an embarrassing loss. It's it's worse than the Bills losing to the Jags. I mean this this was your season right here on the line against Detroit. Out of all teams, this is your season, and you stink up the joint this bad playing that with with that terrible defense and like you said the decision making and all that. It's just they they deserve to be where they're at. Now they're going to be a real rebuilding team. So. Luckily, they have Cook and Jefferson. That's all they can look forward to. Okay, Jens, get out of here. Don't slip Kirk in there. No, I said Jefferson and Cook, not oh, Cousins. No way. Kirk. I was like, Whoa, no, 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 no. Not Cousins. Cousins is gone. Yeah. Cousins and Zimmer are going to be going on vacation for a while because nobody's going to be giving them a job anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, this is – this is bad, man. It sucks to be a Minnesota fan right now. I yeah, literally the entire fan bases. I've heard it from from others. Like Broncos come, they, Detroit has Denver next week. Bronco fans were kind of relieved they won their game, so they don't have to worry <laughs> about being the first team to lose to them. Same thing with me. Falcons coming up soon against Detroit. Um, three weeks, two weeks. Uh, you know, I'm happy they won their first game. We don't want to be because now moving forward, if Detroit wins next week, like yeah, we'll give Bronco fan base or some shit, but. Really, at least, you know, they had a game already won. You know, it's the second game. You know, stuff like that. And and, and you don't want to be the first one. And, and man, yep. oh, man, it sucks. I know Pittsburgh got a lot of shit for it for tying with them. Uh, so, I can only imagine yep. what Minnesota fans are going through this week. But, um, yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's week 13 um, at its finest. We had covered all the games. Uh, like I said, this is the first time I've seen all of them. So, I, I enjoyed, you know, sitting on my couch on Sunday and watching the whole thing unfold. Um, you know, you said this yeah last week, and it kind of stuck out to me. The season's almost coming into an end, and man, it hasn't hit me. It hasn't hit me that that you know. Fourteen now. <laughs> and I know we still got like what eight weeks of football left uh, after. Yeah. The, like we still have the four weeks of playoffs. I mean, that's fine enough, but I kind of do enjoy you know watching the the shitty Texans play the Colts and 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 the Jets kind of just letting Gardner Minshew. <laughs> tear them up though i'm gonna miss those games really those are the games that kind of stick out to me. like the like who who else is gonna be talking about the lions winning their first game you know this is yeah. some shit man i'm gonna miss it but that's it um that's a wrap for this week uh we got week 14 now moving our sights there starting off with with viking steelers um this thursday night um but yeah is there anything else you want to add yeah, I, we'll just get out of the way because, you know, the way we record the Friday pod is it's either Thursday night, Friday right, night, right. so we'll just do our picks right now. Mm-hmm. Vikings minus three at home on Thursday. Who you got? 
taking Vikings. I think they're going to recover from this loss bad. I mean, they're at home too, which helps. Um, I think Thursday nights are very tricky to predict. I picked the, the Saints last week, uh, but I'm taking Vikings just minus three. I think it's kind of good, good odds. Um, and, and yeah, I, I really do think they're just going to, if there's anybody going to have, if there's any time the Vikings will want a short week, it's this week because of that loss they had this past week. Um, so Definitely will recover. Justin Jefferson is going to go off. He's going to ball out like he did, and, and I'm picking them. I think Pittsburgh's high off of their win um, against Baltimore. Yeah, I'm going the opposite. I'm going Pittsburgh. Um, I, I, I think with the schedule, that they could honestly steal the North. After everything we've said oh about the Steelers, oh they God. can honestly mathematically they're a game and a half behind the other two, and especially with that win against uh, Baltimore – I mean, with the way these other two teams are playing, I think Pittsburgh is kind of getting in a rhythm, which is, man, I hate saying, but they're getting in a rhythm on what they want to do as a football team. Um, you know, their defense is kind of stepping up again after getting blown out against Cincy. But I'm going Pittsburgh. I don't trust Minnesota. If I'm wrong on this game, so be it. But I'm just going Min- I'm going to Pittsburgh plus three. I- I'm going to take them both. Money lining against the spread. So if even if they lose by two, I'll still get the spread. So whatever. I, I'm I'm going Pittsburgh. I, I don't think uh, Minnesota. They I think they want they wanted a ten day rest. They want this ten day rest afterwards. I don't think they want this game coming up in two days. So I'm going Pittsburgh. We'll see though. It's gonna be interesting. I feel like it's gonna be closer than you know than the spread is. I feel like it's gonna be like a one or two point game, and you know whoever has the ball last clearly will be the winner. So. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, those, that's our pick for Thursday night. Like I said, those are very tricky to predict overall. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, no, I mean, one more thing. Just I was looking at the schedules, really, for the rest of the season. We got a lot of great football still coming up. Um, even yep. even not just Sundays, we have a lot of good primetime games coming up. Obviously, Rams, Cardinals, Monday night this week. Uh, we also I did see Colts. Colts and uh, – ah, crap, I forgot who they are playing. I think it was the, the – the, ah, shoot. I mean, next week we got – Chiefs Chargers on Thursday, Pats Colts, and Raiders Browns yeah, on Saturday. Pats, Colts. So, That's the Saturday game. I mean, those are gonna be good ones. I mean, I like the, I like when we start playing on Saturday. You know, I know it's the end of the season. Then on Christmas Day, Browns Packers, Colts Cardinals. So, you know, season's coming down to an end. But like you said, a lot more great matchups left over. So yep. we'll we'll make the most out of them. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's gonna be still a lot of good <clears> football left. But no, that's a wrap. Um, I don't know if you want to close this out. It's a wrap, bro. Make sure to subscribe to Sports Inferno. Follow our social medias. We'll see y'all Friday. Peace. Stay blessed.